This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A day after the curtain went up. Fans did not get what they wished for as COVID shuts down Aladdin minutes before last night's show. I'm Marla Diamond on 42nd Street. 900 are quarantined in the Toms River schools. Hundreds have had COVID, including a student who observes... On the first day of school, a lot of people didn't wear their masks and you accumulated all their germs. We'll get the update from Sean Adams. New York's governor is intervening in a severe school bus driver shortage on Long Island to make sure the wheels on the bus go round and round today. The first woman in the high court and a New York Times reporter in jail. Our news radio archive straight ahead for this date's milestones. And Joe will announce details on the next free virtual WCBS business breakfast. Thursday morning, September 30th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Sunny day, high near 65, another fall-feeling kind of thing out there. Good morning, I'm Paul Murnay. And good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. One of the hottest shows on Broadway has gone cold. Thanks to what appears to be breakthrough COVID cases on the staff of Aladdin, the Disney musical that just reopened a day earlier. Marla Diamond in Times Square. And Marla, the audience got the the word literally as they were arriving at the New Amsterdam Theater. Yeah, about a half hour before curtain time, Paul, to the dismay of ticket holders who were already at the theater, like Meredith Pacone, who brought her eight-year-old son, Tyler, from Long Island. She spoke to CBS2. We were disappointed. We drove in and we listened to the soundtrack on the way in. We were shocked and stunned, but we were disappointed. Disney theatrical productions in a statement said breakthrough COVID-19 cases had been detected within the company after Tuesday night's reopening. The show had been dark for 18 months. Disney says it's re- funding purchase tickets and will communicate the status of future performances today. Wayne and Paul. Marla, is Aladdin the first show to be impacted by COVID? It is the first Broadway show to shut down, to be significantly impacted, but a touring production of Hamilton in Atlanta had to cancel a performance because of positive COVID tests. And Waitress on Broadway, which opened a while ago, had to use an understudy after a cast member was diagnosed. Before last night's cancellation of Aladdin, the first night performance featured three understudies. That uh, indicated the show had been dealing with coronavirus complications even before it reopened. And Marla, the virus has been spreading in the classrooms and down the halls of one New Jersey school district where masks were not required when the school year started. That's in Tom's River, where WCBS's Sean Adams is checking in this morning. Sean, what's the latest? Pray for the kids. That is uh, what Governor Murphy says. Pray for the kids. Tom's River is trying to get a handle on this situation. A COVID outbreak just three weeks into the new school year. Uh, Roughly 250 confirmed cases among students and staff. So close to 900 people now uh, in uh, quarantine. So the contact tracers, we haven't heard that term in a long time. Contact tracers, they're out there trying to get to the source of this outbreak. One possible contributing factor, masks were optional for eight days at the beginning of the school year due to heat and a lack of air conditioning in some classrooms. Now, Governor Murphy is not yet ready to point any fingers. He wants more information. The superintendent says, uh, though, uh, the situation is showing some signs of improvement. The numbers are coming down. More students are emerging from quarantine. At the height, there had been more than 1,000 in quarantine. Wayne, Paul. All right, that's that sprawling uh, Tom's River District. Sean, any other schools uh, having some major outbreaks? 
A few of note, Woodbridge schools, uh, that district there, about 125 COVID cases. There's another outbreak uh, of note in Passaic County, an area with low vaccination rate. Uh, all told, the New Jersey school districts, uh, the governor says, 39 outbreaks. So he says all the more reason to get vaccinated and put on that mask. And Sean, Governor Hochul has stepped in with emergency funding to keep the school buses running after Huntington Coach Corporation said it would cut 42 routes in the morning and 34 in the afternoon starting today in that Suffolk County district. The bus company says the driver shortage is unprecedented. It's unclear what will happen long term. The bus company told the district it will cease all busing services after October 8th. But for today and tomorrow at least, the buses should arrive. Governor Hochul's barely on the job and is already having to run for re-election. Who else is in the field? Coming up next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Let's hear about the weather day ahead. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. Starting it off with a chill in the northern and western suburbs, Connecticut, Hudson Valley, northwest New Jersey. It's in the upper 40s, low 50s again. City at 59 with a partly to mostly cloudy sky and should mention also that if uh, if you're well out east right now, eastern sections of Suffolk County and uh, eastern New London County, you might see a brief shower. Otherwise, a mix of sun and clouds coming up for today in a high about 65. Tonight's low 50 to 55, 40s in the suburbs. So another chilly start Friday morning, but the afternoon turns out pretty nice. Upper 60s and for the weekend, pick Saturday, although the showers on Sunday may hold off now until late day or Sunday night. Right now for the city, it's 59, humidity. 64%. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Our stock futures indicate a higher opening this morning. Joe Connolly is here with the announcement of his next free virtual WCBS business breakfast. Joe. All right, Wayne. The next breakfast will be on Building Back Stronger and will feature two very sought after speakers. The first one will be leading New York tech investor Kevin Ryan who grew and sold DoubleClick and who's now the founder of AlleyCorp, which funds and launches new businesses in New York and around the world. And Kevin will rattle off business areas where he sees growth being fast now. The other speaker will be Cody DeBacker, a top executive of Shopify, who will tell you how to sell more through Shopify and also tell us about the new Shopify Entrepreneurs Networking Space in Soho, that offers hands-on business coaching, a photo studio for high-quality product photos, and a podcast studio. These are two speakers you do not hear very often. The details, so you can mark your calendar, are up now at WCBS880.com, and you can also submit your question there, too, for the free virtual WCBS Business Breakfast. There's nothing like them. Details are at WCBS880.com. Thank you, Joe. And New York City will elect a new mayor in about a month, but focus already is on next year's race for governor. Steve Burns reports there are several big names on the Democrat side. New York's political landscape has been reset with the departure of Andrew Cuomo. Much of the speculation for governor is centered around Attorney General Tish James, who this week gave a campaign-like speech to business leaders. We are New York, and we will strive towards greatness because it's who we are. But she dodged a question about running for governor. Mayor Bill de Blasio also isn't ruling out a run. I want to serve. I'm going to figure out the right way to serve and the right time to serve. Public advocate Jumani Williams is being more upfront, announcing an exploratory committee 
He ran for lieutenant governor in 2018 against the current governor, Kathy Hochul. Anytime you run a statewide race, even if you lose, you learn things and you can put it toward your next race. But Baruch College political scientist Doug Musio says Williams starts out with a lower profile than some others, including Hochul herself, who's already said she plans to run for a full term. Musio says running as an incumbent is a mixed blessing. Every time you act substantively, you make friends and make enemies. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Among Republicans, Long Island's Congressman Lee Zeldin has won the vast majority of endorsements. The Thursday morning news roundup, last day of September. Wake me up when September ends. I'm mm-hmm. Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Murdane with your three things to know this morning. Governor Lamont's going to be at Mohegan Sun and Foxwoods Casinos this morning, kicking off the first day of in-person sports betting for Connecticut. Number two, the Powerball jackpot surges to $620 million after no top winner last night. Three, Macy's is suing the company that owns the giant billboard next to its flagship Manhattan store, fighting to prevent Amazon from taking over the advertising space that has had that huge Macy's name on it for the last 60 years. Up next, the news archives now, 88 seconds in sound for September 30th. Sandra Day O'Connor was sworn in on this date in 81 as the first woman to sit on the U.S. Supreme Court and would recall her fear of failing other women. That was the thing. You didn't want to serve as a woman and do a lousy job, so we weren't going to have another one as long as they could help it. I didn't want that. Judy, how close are you to going to jail? Unfortunately, all too close. New York Times reporter Judy Miller would go to jail. 85 days. Finally released on this date in 2005. She was locked up for protecting a government source who outed a 20-year CIA agent. Valerie Plame worked under cover of darkness, serving her country as a covert CIA agent. From the top, top, top of the Empire State Building, a signal sent moving pictures through the air. As the announcer in that old town New York dialect welcomed... Television viewers to see this new art of home entertainment and information. It was the first TV football game, 1939, Channel One. Yes, there was once a Channel One. The call letters W2XBS. Uh, X for experimental. And the signals emanated from that tower of the Empire State Building way up above the 102nd floor level. And Fordham won. From TV to radio in New York, 1985. WNBC citing conceptual differences, that's a quote. Howard Stern was shown the studio door. I'm trying to find out why you were fired. This is what Good, I'd like to I'd like to find out too. You, you know, it is a bit strange. You want to talk strange, what about your hair? It's orange. Isn't that nice? <laughs> what do you diet? As Sony released the first compact disc player on this date in 82, Marvin Gaye released what would turn out to be his last album. Because a year and a half later, visiting his parents on his birthday, he intervened as they fought and caught a bullet fired by his father, the Prince of Motown, taken from us at age 45. This is September 30. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day.